Hare Krishna everyone So we are back to the most beautiful, most wonderful, most beloved light of the Bhagavata A book by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada And this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are reading text number 39 already Hmm In the autumn, there is a gulf of difference between the day and the night. During the day, the extreme heat of the sun is unbearable. But at night, the moonlight is extremely soothing and refreshing. Similarly, Lord Sri Krishna is soothing for both the gopis and the mundane man, in illusion, who accepts the body as the soul. Poor part. As long as the living being, under illusion, accepts the body or the mind as the soul, he will always be unhappy, like a man in the burning heat of autumn. But when the same living being becomes a devotee of Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead. He at once lives a soothing life, as if under the cooling rays of the moon in in autumn. Oh, this is just so beautiful, I'm sorry. Um, As if under the cooling rays of the moon in autumn. Lord Sri Krishna is so merciful that he descends to reclaim suffering humanity and preaches Bhagavad Gita with the intense desire that all living beings give up all their engagements and take shelter of his lotus feet. This is the most confidential part of all revealed scripture. The example of the damsels of Rajabhumi, Vrindavan, the gopis, is given here because these eternal consorts of the Lord terribly suffered the separation of Lord Krishna when the Lord was absent from their presence for his engagement in tending the cows in the forest. During the absence of Krishna, the entire day would appear to the gopis to be as unbearable as a hot day in autumn. The Lord so much appreciated this natural feeling of the gopis that he declared his inability to repay their intense love. Lord Chaitanya recommended the feeling of the gopis as the highest mode of worship that can be rendered to the Lord. The conclusion is that the regular practice of Bhakti Yoga will lead the devotee to the plane of intense love for the Lord. And that is the single, single qualification by which the conditioned soul is allowed to re-enter the eternal life of bliss in the kingdom of God. The threefold miseries of material existence 
are at once nullified by intense love of God, which is the ultimate goal of cultivating the human spirit. Text 40 In the clear autumn sky, the twinkling stars appear brighter and brighter. Just like a transcendentalist, clear vision of the purpose of the Vedas. Purport It is said that the import of the Vedas becomes clear to one who is not only a sincere devotee of the Lord, but also a sincere servitor of the spiritual master. The spiritual master knows the purpose of the Vedas, practices it personally, and teaches the disciple of the true light of the Vedas. The Supreme Spiritual Master, Lord Sri Krishna, teaches us the import of the Vedas in the following verse of Bhagavad Gita, 15.16. Dvavimau purushau loke kshara's chakshara evacha the Lord says that in the Vedas it is mentioned that there are two kinds of living beings, called the fallible and the infallible. Those living beings who are materially encaged are all fallible, whereas those who are not conditioned and who are eternally situated in the spiritual realm are called akshara or infallible. The Supreme Lord then says Uttamah purushas tvanyah paramatme tyudahritah yolokatrayam avishya bibhartyavyaya ishvarah Quote, Besides these two, there is the greatest living personality, the Lord Himself. The Lord Himself, who has entered into these worlds and is maintaining them. Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 15.17 Yasmat ksharam atitoham aksharad apichottamah Quote, and because I, Lord Sri Krishna, am transcendental to all of them, even those who are infallible, I am known in all the Vedas and histories, the Puranas, Mahabharata, Ramayana, etc., as the Absolute Supreme Personality of Godhead. Unquote Bhagavad Gita 15.17 to 18. The import of the Vedas is still more explicitly explained in Srimad Bhagavatam. The conclusion of the Vedic literatures is that Lord Sri Krishna is the primeval Lord and the cause of all causes. He has his eternal two-armed form as Shyama Sundara, 
with features exactly like those of a most beautiful young man. And that is the sum and substance of the Vedas concerning God. God is one, but the living entities, including both the liberated and the conditioned, are many and have many different grades of positions. The living entities are never equal to God. But as parts and parcels of the Lord, they are eternally His servitors. As long as the living entities are situated normally as His servitors, they are happy. Otherwise, they are always unhappy. That is the Vedic conclusion. Next is text number 41. In the clear sky of autumn, the beautiful moon among the beautiful stars becomes the sinusure of all eyes. Just as Lord Sri Krishna is the central attraction in the Vrishni dynasty or in the family of Yadu. Purport The personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, appeared in the family of Yadu, and since then the Yadu dynasty has been luminous like the moon in autumn. The appearance and disappearance of the Lord are similar to the appearance and disappearance of the sun. The sun is first seen on the eastern horizon, but that does not mean that the sun is the sun of that side. The sun is fixed in its own orbit and is neither rises and it neither, neither rises nor sets. But because we first see it on the eastern horizon, we may say that the sun rises on that side. Similarly, the appearance of Godhead in some particular family does not mean that he is limited by obligations to that family. He is fully independent and may appear and disappear anywhere and everywhere because he is all-pervading. Less intelligent persons cannot accommodate the appearance and disappearance of the Lord as an incarnation. But there is no sound reasoning to support such unbelievers. If God is all-pervading, like the power of electricity, he can manifest himself at any place within his creation when he is within, we cannot see him, but when he is without, he is seen by everyone, although very few know him as he is. Everyone sees the sun every day, but that does not mean that everyone knows what the sun actually is. Similarly, when Lord Sri Krishna was present 5000 years ago, very few could know what he was. Anyone who comes to know him as he is becomes liberated at once. 
becomes liberated at once. And while leaving this present body, such a knower goes back to Godhead, never to return to this universe of manifold miseries. In Bhagavad Gita 4.9, the Lord confirms this as follows. Janma karma chame divyam evam yo veti tatvataha tyaktva deham punar janma naitimam eti sorjuna. Quote My birth and activities are all transcendental. One who knows them in reality will not be conditioned by another material body, but will come back to my abode, where there is no birth and death." But, but there are foolish persons who take him to be an ordinary man, not knowing the essence of his transcendental features. In Bhagavad Gita 9.11, the Lord affirms this. Manushim tanum ashritam parambhavam ajananto mamabhuta maheshwaram. Quote, Fools deride me when I descend in the human form. They do not know my transcendental nature and my supreme dominion over all that be. Bhagavad Gita 9.11. Unquote. Jai. So, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in description, as well as links to where to see all the illustrations, paintings for each and every verse of the wonderful book that we are reading these days. And yes, we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna. <laughs>